Welcome to the Sermon B-Side Podcast, a podcast of Liberty Church in the Harrisburg region of Central Pennsylvania. Sermon B-Side is designed to be a resource to answer your questions and to go deeper into the conversation started by each week's sermon. Well, welcome to a brand new season of the B-Side Podcast. Uh, my name is Matt Luloyan. I serve as one of the pastors of Liberty Church here in the Harrisburg region of central Pennsylvania. And the B-Side podcast, uh, as we like to say, is meant to be a resource uh, for you, uh, particularly those of you who call Liberty Church home, although we're happy when other people tune in and are helped by this. Uh, but we, as we make our way through various sermon series in the course of the year, uh, find ourselves wanting to answer questions that you have uh, in um, in regards to the sermon itself. Uh, we also uh, sometimes, oftentimes, especially in books like Acts, where we're going through a chapter at a time and there's just a ton in there, uh, we just like additional time to maybe get into things we didn't get a chance to get into uh, in the sermon itself. Uh, and so uh, as we are back now in the book of Acts, finishing up the second half or so of that book uh, between now and Advent, uh, we're going to dive back into the B-Side podcast. So uh, we have missed you uh, for this past summer as we've been in Summer in the Psalms. We didn't do a, a B-Side podcast uh, during those months, uh, but happy to be back and providing that uh, this fall. Now, uh, in a couple weeks, uh, two weeks from, from today, uh, Steve King, who has been a longtime uh, member of Liberty Church, uh, been an elder with us for a little over two years now, and actually will be joining our staff team in two weeks uh, as our director of operations. Uh, Steve is going to become the new co-host of the Liberty B-Side podcast. So excited to welcome Steve. Uh, Steve has got not only a background in collegiate sports, but also being uh, an MC for uh, halftime shows of collegiate sports. So he's got the he's got the MC vibe. Uh, and we're excited to bring Steve in. But uh, as we're kicking things off tonight, uh, I found myself missing uh, my former co-host, John Robinson. Uh, as all of you uh, know, maybe many of you know, I should say, uh, John and Jess and their boys uh, had been up here at Liberty Harrisburg for about four years. John serving as the associate pastor of the church here. Uh, about a week ago, they uh, officially made their move down to Tampa, where uh, they are planting a new Liberty Church in Tampa, Florida. Uh, so they are down there uh, right now. And I actually thought, we're going to give this a shot. I'm going to try to pull up on my phone right now John's contact info and see if we can give him a ring. So let's check this out. John Robinson. What up, what up? Hey man, welcome to the Sermon B-Side podcast. Although it's usually it, it's usually you that's been said that to me, saying, saying that to me in the past. <laughs> Excellent. Hey man, how's uh well, thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah, man. I was just I was just uh just saying Steve's gonna be the the co-host up here starting in a couple weeks, but uh you know, missing my missing my former co-host and the originator of the B-Side podcast idea, the the OG himself, John Robinson. Oh man, yeah, dude. How are you doing? You know, can't uh, can't complain. Um, but yeah, man, catch us up. We're we're uh, we're live recording the first one of this season back in Acts eighteen. So um, tell us maybe a little bit too, though. How's uh, how's life in Tampa so far? Oh man, yeah. Hey, one good to be back. Um, thanks for thanks for uh, thanks for the guest spot. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, things are good, man. So we've um, we've over the last 
gosh, week? Yes. It's been a week. It's been a crazy week. Uh, yeah, um, that's a crazy week. Yeah, so last Sunday, um, we packed up everything in the house, um, put it in a, in a storage unit truck thing, uh, and dr- I drove down to to uh to florida and so spent this last week kind of like getting some things set up for the next couple of weeks um and then on friday flew back up to philadelphia to go to the liberty (laughs) network um leaders retreat just couldn't stay away just couldn't stay away away. well you know this is this is the thing it's like we we decided to move um in the middle of like one of the one of the best seasons which is fall in pennsylvania Mm. to the hottest season in florida which is like july august september so uh, it was it was a nice it was a nice break of weather even if it was just uh for a couple of days having only been down here for a couple of days so (laughs) um yeah so this week i'm actually um we're in tampa right now uh we're still waiting to close on our house Uh, we'll do that here in the next two weeks or so and, uh, and so it's kind of, yeah, a little bit of back and forth. I'm couch surfing with some friends um, through the middle part of the week and then going back to um, the land, which is where my folks live uh, on the weekend. Jess and the boys are with them. Uh, we're doing a co-op. We're actually doing a co-op tomorrow with uh, homeschool here in Tampa. And then they'll head back and I'll try to gather some people, start having some conversations, kind of pray through uh, the community where we're going to be planting Liberty Tampa. But yeah, man, it's a, uh, man, it's, it's, it's been a, a bit of a whirlwind the last, last week or so. Yeah, man, that's been, that's been a week. Well, gosh, it's been, it's been a summer, man. I mean, you, uh, the last time, yeah. the last time we recorded one of these, we were, we were finishing up act 17. Uh, at that point, yeah. You know, this the wheels were in motion for sure. Um, you know, for for you guys to make the move, and you were already starting to do some of the fundraising stuff. But man, once uh, once like June one hit it, you you got after it hard and fast. And uh, you know, you've been been uh, by the grace of God, man, just been doing an amazing job of uh, fundraising and talking to tons of people in Tampa, uh, talking to potential partner churches. Uh, there's a there's a church down there with a guy who's going to serve. Uh, as one of the provisional elders, along with myself and, and Steve Huber. And so, man, it's just been cool to see, um, yeah, just how, how God's provided and just how you guys have just responded in faithfulness to uh, to all those things, man. So it's I'm excited to, to, that you guys are on the ground and, you know, excited also for you to like, you know, for you from like a month from now when like you're in your house and it's not quite as uh, quite as crazy as it's been the last the last couple months. Yeah, it really has been, man. It's been um, it's been a summer. It's been a lot of traveling back and forth. Uh, I have I have talked about Liberty Tampa more than I ever thought I would. So um, <laughs> as far as like, if you want to know about it, like let's have a conversation. I've, I've got I've got I've got all the points that I need to, to cover with you. Um, but yeah, we're excited. We're being grateful for uh, Liberty Network and the ways in which um, they've been excited for there being a, a church plant outside of the uh, the greater Pennsylvania area and um, uh, and just super grateful for, for Liberty Harrisburg um, really you know as you as we've um, been working through acts the picture that came to mind that really I think solidified a lot of um, the ways in which we've seen church planting 
happen in scripture and what we desire to see churches being planted uh, happen now is like um paul always had uh, antioch right mm. he always was mm. yeah. going back to antioch being strengthened being supported and uh and that's what we feel like um liberty harrisburg is for us mm. um I, I think the relationships that we have built there the the support that we have received and will continue to receive um, and also just a place that we, we know we can always come back to and be refreshed and renewed hmm. um, is, is so, and so encouraging to us as we, we've really stepped out and stepped into a place where, you know, we, we've known some people and some people um, we've had some relationships down here, uh, but um, we would consider the majority of our, deep friendships uh, to be in Harrisburg. And so uh, to have you guys there excited about what God's called us into um, and, and being supportive of us uh, means a lot. And so, yeah, man, just been, uh, been grinding this summer, trying to get, get Liberty Tampa um, started and get some excitement around the idea of having another gospel centered church in Tampa, because there really is a, a tremendous amount of need is, as we've discussed a couple times, you know, the, um, the population growth that has occurred in the Tampa Bay region, Florida, um, specifically, but Tampa Bay, um, maybe more directly has experienced in the last 10 years, a 20% population increase. Hmm. Um, so it's, it's around 3.3 million people in the Tampa Bay region. And so there's just not enough gospel centered churches. There's a, there's a lot of, um, there's some, a lot of churches down here, hmm. um, uh, and, but but really, kind of the the message that is preached in many of those, because having I mean, lived down here for ten years, I've, I've heard this and experienced this, and I also learned this um, from other people's experiences. Someone anecdotally is um, it's moralistic therapeutic deism, hmm. uh, which is basically this worldview of kind of trying to incorporate God, but God is, God is someone that we, um, uh, received moral, um, moral dictates from, uh, a moral example from, uh, therapeutic in that like we only go to him when we're having a problem and we need to work something out. Hmm. Um, but, and then the deistic aspect of that is, is really uh, a very impersonal savior an, an impersonal God if you will, in the ways that we view God, he's not intimate. He's not, he's not in and amongst us. He doesn't, he doesn't know our suffering, but, um, he's distant. So, you know, the, the idea of deism is that, it, you know, God has, um, created all things, created the earth, spun it in motion, kind of walked away. And so, hmm. um, with, with the gospel challenges in that is really every single one of those aspects is that, um, it's, it's not about, uh, moralism it's about a savior hmm. um it's not about being uh you know therapized or you know having this therapy of of seeing god and going to him when you need something but um it is that he uh, is our salvation he accomplished that for us um that that he is he is constantly present he's not deistic he hasn't walked away from us but he sent his son uh, to come and die and um, to, to take our place and has given us his Holy Spirit. Hmm. So uh, he's not distant. He is close. Um, so hmm. um, so we want to we 
challenge that, be able to preach the good news and uh, really challenge even some of the ways in which um, uh, the culture here has um, become antithetical to the gospel. It's a, it's a culture of, uh, of escapism. Hmm. Uh, it's a culture of leisure. It's a culture that, that truly desires to kind of live for the weekend and like what I do, and what I have and, and what I produce uh, is all to, to benefit myself and my future. Uh, even the temporal of like, you know, how do I, how do I, uh, how do I work hard or, or, you know, how do I enjoy retirement or whatever it is um, in a way that serves me hmm. uh, in a way that um, uh, even will platform me amongst my peers and neighbors. And so, um, you know, I think the gospel also challenges that and the ways in which, uh, we don't live for self. We don't. We're not trying to escape from something, but we're uh, really called to be faithfully present where we're at. And so, mm. um, so we're we're excited about uh, what we've experienced at Liberty Harrisburg, and uh, really want to bring uh, the essence of that down here to Tampa. And so, yeah, man, we're we're grinding. It's been um, it's been a busy summer. Falls falls not planning on, on slowing down at all either. So. Yeah, um, we're we're excited about what God's been doing, providing, opening doors. Uh, even the house that we got was uh, so. I mean, it's it's miraculous. So hmm. It doesn't make sense. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so we'd love to even share that with people if they're interested in hearing more about what we're doing down here. Yeah, man. Hey, that's that's well put, and just man, grateful for how you're thinking through that. Been on the ground, and the. Uh, you know, it's it's fun to think about too that you you know you guys are there in Tampa. Um, you've I think you, that parallel of you know Liberty Harrisburg kind of being the Antioch you know as as Antioch was to Paul, uh, Liberty Harrisburg is to the Robinson family. Uh, it's fun to to be in the Book of Acts and to kind of get that sense of okay, this is of course you know two thousand years ago. So much of this book being. Uh, descriptive and not automatically prescriptive, but there is something fun, at least for me and, and hopefully for others here to kind of step into the book of Acts a little bit more, uh, a little bit more vibrantly when, when there's this real life situation of uh, a new gospel work, a new church being uh, started there, um, you know, miles away, in this case, a thousand miles away in Tampa, Florida, uh, in their case, you know, all over the Mediterranean world, but getting to be uh, fellow workers for the sake of the gospel across those miles and to to pray for and uh, financially support and encourage and and just be in partnership with um with other churches like that so that's um so thanks for thanks for picking this time when we were going to be in the book of acts to to roll out because it's uh it's one more nice little bonus for us yeah uh you're welcome <laughs> i know we timed that that's we, what we were working for. We were just trying to really work for something very tangible for you guys to really get a, get the full grasp of what what Paul and, and the early church was working. That's for. it. So that's uh, it. The next time, yeah. the next time that we're gonna, yeah, I mean, we we put this this series on the calendar. I think like two years ago, John, when we were like sitting down planning some series. So didn't yeah. didn't know we were going to be like you know doing that and like one of the two of us was going to be rolling out to plant a new church in that same in that same moment. But it's it is cool to see the providence of God, um, you know, bring all those things together. Absolutely, no, he's he's been kind to us, man, and, and um, yeah, I think it's just one of those things where as you're reading scripture, as you're working through the realities of 
of what it looks like to follow Jesus. Um, you know, you can, you can see these things in scripture and go, you know, Hey, like this is, you know, this may seem like a crazy idea, but God has called people to do, um, and, you know, and step out in faith and, and do things that are out of our comfort zone and, and, and really, um, maybe don't make sense on paper or aren't the things that we planned out. Hmm. Um, and, and so like, I think some of the encouragement in that Matt and, and, um, and the ways in which we've worked through the book of Acts is, um, that God, God calls his people to, uh, to, sh- to share the good news of the gospel, um, and, and share it not just locally, um, but globally, hmm. and which is why I think you know you you and I have had much appreciation for the way in which Acts twenty nine uh, has a global view mm-hmm. of uh, of planting churches, and it's not not simply here in the United States or not simply in Pennsylvania, but uh, really challenges us to think globally about planting gospel centered churches, and so. Mm-hmm. Man, if we can, if we can just kind of jump on, and, and and just kind of open our eyes to see what God is and could do. Um, not that we're trying to like go out and just like, you know, be these world changers, but like, what is God calling you to do? How is He calling you to be faithfully present in your community? Hmm. Could He be calling you to do something like this? Hmm. Uh, are you are you even up for or open to the potential of what God um, could call you into? Hmm. And, um, and just kind of having some, you know, your hands open, go like, God, like, I want to be, be obedient to what it is that you would have for me. Hmm. So give me eyes to see and ears to hear that. That's good, man. That's good. And you're teeing it up for me really well as uh, we're going to dive into Acts. We dove into Acts 18 yesterday and setting the Bible study groups up for uh, for rolling into that this week. And, and then onward we go from here. So... Um, but hey, man, great to have you as a guest uh, on the podcast that you started, and we'll uh, we'll we'll make sure to bring you to bring you back in uh, from time to time this fall. I know you, we're going to try to leave you alone so you can actually like have some you know time on the ground in Tampa there too. We, we won't like make you fly up to Philly like every six days or you know whatever else the the pattern is there. But uh, I, I'll always I'll always free up my calendar. <laughs> it's near and dear to your heart. It's it near is, and dear. It is. I love it. Well, hey, man, tell, uh, yeah, tell Jess and the boys hi from, uh, from all of us, man. And, uh, yeah, grateful for the time tonight. So, um, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. And, um, praying for y'all as you guys jump into the book of Acts and Acts 18 this week and, uh, praying that God would richly, richly bless your time together. Hey, thanks, man. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. Sounds good. All right. We'll see Bye, you. Johnny. Always good to uh, catch up with uh, with Pastor John, and uh, he really did set us up well there for um, diving in further to Acts 18. So not a whole lot more. We didn't get any questions in this week um, between yesterday and today. So if you do have those, make sure you do send those in. I think we'll get more of those as we get back into the rhythm of doing this. But just wanted to set you up briefly for your Bible study groups this week. Um, we talked about yesterday in Acts 18, creating a culture of mission. The idea there being, what does it look like for a group of Christians or a local church to have a culture, uh, to have a church community where this isn't just theoretical vision, but actually embodied practice where we are living out and participating in the mission of Jesus. Uh, And so if we survey the New Testament, lots of different 
things that we could say, what, what is a culture of mission? Uh, but Acts 18 really had a, a number of critical components and, you know, in doing my best to, to alliterate, you know, got five P's in there, passion, place, persistence, partnership, promise. Um, the most important, of course, of those things being promise uh, that, as Jesus said to Paul in a vision, but said more broadly to all of his disciples in the Great Commission, uh, I am with you even to the end of the age. Um, that is the difference maker in mission, that it is not uh, our mission, it's Jesus's mission, and that it's not even him sending us out on our own, it's him going with us and even the spirit of God indwelling us as we as we go. So there's a lot in there uh, to hook into potentially for you in your Bible in your Bible study group discussions this week. Uh, let me encourage you maybe just with a couple key points. Um, the first one has to do with place. And I would um, just invite you and your groups to ask one another uh, if you're in places where your life is meaningfully intersecting uh, with the lives of people who are not at present Christians. Uh, what's that like in your in the place where you live? Uh, if you're in school, what's that look like in school? If you are working somewhere, what is that looking like? If you're part of um, civic associations, if you're part, if you're hobby, you know, into hobbies, you got sports teams or stuff you play on. What, what's it look like for your life to meaningfully intersect uh, with people who aren't Christians? I think that is uh, so foundational to a culture of mission. We actually have to be in places and spaces uh, that are not just occupied by other Christians. So um, just invite. You know, not not a um, not a legalistic kind of approach to this, but a very grace based, but but accountability toward that, uh, asking one another and even helping one another figure out what it looks like to be in uh, those spaces. Uh, from there, uh, would ask you know you guys to consider um, what is the current level of of love you have in your heart uh, for other people, and and even out of that, the the passion um, that you have for them to know Jesus. Uh, I, I, I'm so challenged and convicted by Paul's example in this and the love that he has for the people he ministers to, um, both for them to meet Jesus, um, to enter the kingdom of God, and then also to be formed in Christ over the course of their life as his disciples. Uh, he says, you know, if it were possible, he would, he would even trade his own salvation for the salvation of his fellow Jewish men and women. Uh, and that just, that just jumps out at me every time I consider that thought. I just don't, naturally have that kind of love in my heart for very many people, maybe anybody outside of my immediate family. Uh, and so asking God, uh, I know that's, you know, it's not possible for us to actually trade our salvation with another person. Um, but asking God to give me that kind of love for people and that passion for them to know Jesus. Uh, and then flowing out of that, then the, the partnership piece is, is, um, what does it then actually look like, uh, for us to, to help each other to be equipped um, in those places and with those people that we have that love for. Um, I mentioned this yesterday in the sermon, but it just, I, it, I think it bears repeating and I would love to hear your, your thoughts on this in Bible study groups. Um, rather than there being just kind of a top down equipping, like, Hey, here's some really good apologetic information. Here's some really good cultural exegesis and analysis. Here's what's going on in culture and maybe how the gospel speaks into that. I think all that stuff can be really helpful. I think there's tools that other people have developed that are incredibly helpful to get our head around the story of the gospel, um, to get our head around a, a clear, concise way to articulate the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus and how someone puts their faith in him and enters into God's kingdom. All kinds of great stuff. However, huge difference between 
you know, me or the elders of Liberty Church saying, hey, here's a seminar, here's a tool, come learn about it, then use it. That that sometimes maybe works, you know, for a little bit. I think there's a huge difference between that and what I would maybe call like the pull motive or the demand where where you as as the people of God on the front lines uh, of mission, you know, in those places and with that love for people out of the real interactions you're having with real people um, coming back to the church, coming back to the people in your Bible study group and then to the deacons and the elders and the staff here and saying, Hey, help me out because here's where I'm getting hung up. Here's, here's what I'm, here's what I'm experiencing in my, in my conversations with real people. Um, that I think makes equipping so much more effective. And I think there's really no substitute for it. Um, it's a both and, you know, we're going to keep teaching through the book of Acts and praying that God would use his own word to give us a heart for mission and, and equip us to be on mission, um, in these places. But, but as that is happening simultaneously, um, man, let us know about the real conversations you're having, the real people you're interacting with and really where you do feel equipped and then where you, where you don't, um, that partnership can happen on the individual, you know, relational level, people in your Bible study group. And then we certainly, as elders of Liberty Church, we want to equip you, the saints, uh, as Paul writes in Ephesians, for the work of ministry. So we want to know how to do that well. So those are some of those really critical components uh, of a culture of mission. Uh, I would invite you to, as you meet this week, to spend some time, maybe at the very end of your your uh, time, uh, just set aside 10 minutes um, to pray uh, that that not only would our church have a culture of mission, but that um, that you and the people in your group would even be those who help lead out in that uh, and are catalysts for it. Um, if you already have that natural passion, if you already have um, even some equipping to do that well, man, um, help us. You know, um, it's it's really um, it's really deflating uh, if I'm honest. Um, when we hear from folks at Liberty who are around for a season, maybe have a little bit more of that natural passion, um, but actually end up choosing to, to go elsewhere, uh, because they want to, they want that culture to already exist. And I understand that. And I understand how helpful it is to have people around you who are asking you questions and who are doing this together. I, I totally get that. Um, but it's deflating in, in that I really think that God puts people like you, if that's you into churches that need to grow in this. And you are part of the way God's going to bring that, that growth. Um, so, uh, if you find that passion in your heart, um, man, love to talk to you more about that. Uh, would love for you to, to rub off on, um, the people in your Bible study group and to help them, to help them grow with some of that too. So that's what we got for you this week in Acts 18. We'll be back next week. Uh, in Acts chapter 19 and we'll bring a special guest along uh, next week so cliffhanger as to who our special guest is uh, next week Uh, but thanks so much for listening to the Sermon B-Side podcast Uh, we'll be praying for you as you launch Bible studies uh, this week and we'll see you soon take care thank you for listening to the Sermon B-Side podcast For more resources and information about our church, visit www.LibertyHarrisburg.org. That's Liberty with an I, Harrisburg.org.